Good morning, declare victory. This is Chris Shonda, I'm your host this morning. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, morning. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. (laughs) Hey, hey, Sister Lisa. Good morning. God bless you as well. Have a great day. Thank you. Good morning. Declare victory. Who else has joined the call that wants to say good morning? We're all our victors. All the victorious people say good morning. Good morning, Kushanda. This is Miss B. Hey, good morning, Miss B. Good morning, it's Susie. Hi, Susie. Good morning. Happy Thursday. God bless you. God bless you. You have a wonderful Thursday as well. You too, beautiful. 
Good morning. This is Yvette from Lansing, Michigan. God bless you. Good morning, Yvette from Lansing, Michigan. God bless you. Happy Thursday. Hello, victorious people. It's Krishanda. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else join the call this morning that would like to say hello? We got the victory. We got the victory. Good morning. Good morning. If you're um, not saying good morning, can you please put your phone on mute this morning, please? Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Krishanda. I'm your host this morning. Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, morning, my friend. Good morning, beloved. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, my friend. Happy Thursday to everyone. God bless this morning. God bless. Love you. Love you more. (laughs) Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, you too. God bless you, too. Good morning, victorious people. Who else has joined the call to declare victory this morning? God's mercies are new every single morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. God, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, patients. Happy Thursday. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I just popped on the phone and and, and, and I just decided to say good morning. I apologize. I was somebody's birthday right now. Excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, no need to be apologetic. I'm glad to hear your sound this morning. God bless you. Happy Thursday. Yes, thank you. God bless you too. Beautiful morning, thank God you. gave us. It is. Yes, it, it is. is. All right. Good morning, Declare Victory. Who else has joined the call this morning that wants to declare victory and say hello? Good morning, Deshonda. This is Danielle. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Danielle. Happy Thursday to you. God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Declare Victory. Who else has joined the call that would like to say hello and declare victory? We are victorious on this call. Uh, Where are all my victors this morning? Good morning, Miss Leomia. Happy Thursday to you. Good morning, Mama. Happy Thursday. Love you. Love you too, baby. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Thursday, everyone. Who else has joined the call that would like to say good morning and declare victory that we woke up another day? 
Good morning, Songbird. Happy, thankful Thursday. For I am grateful that he has done great things. Good morning, Declare Victory. Have a great day. Yes, indeed. Good morning. Happy, thankful Thursday. God bless you. It's a new day. Happy Thursday. Anyone else wants to say good morning before I start the hosting? Good morning, Songbird. It's Demetriana. Good morning. Love you. Good morning, Demetriana. God bless you. Love you, too. Let's see here. My throat's a little dry this morning. Okay, it's time to get started with the call. Before we move forward, may I ask you to meet your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Cherry Krishanda, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to stay tuned for the month of May, where our monthly theme is entitled Deliverance. This month, the declarers will focus on deliverance, on how deliverance is a transformation of one's being once they realize they are in bondage and surrender their will to God. Make sure you invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. There is no Walk It Out Women's Call tonight. Please keep Sister Lisa and our Sister Denise in prayer as they lay down their brother to rest. There was only one prayer request uh, submitted on the app, and that was for JC, for Laura uh, uh, Valentine for healing for her body. So please keep her in prayer. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sister Diane. The declaration will be brought by Minister Pierre. Again, the, decla- the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sister Diane and the declaration will be brought by Mr. Pierre. Then we will go into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is from Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phone on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Sister Diane. God bless you all. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning, O God, on bending knees and bow down heads. God, we thank you for another day of your brand new mercy, your mercy, Lord God. Today will keep us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for delivering delivering us out of those things that 
unpleasing unto you, Lord God. God, we just thank you today that we are delivered, Lord God. We are delivered because of your love for us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. Your word says in Psalms 50, 15, and who call upon him the day of trouble, he will deliver us, Lord God. He will deliver us and he shall be glorified. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for your word, your word that will keep us, Lord. And, Father, we thank you for your peace. You said he who keeps his mind stayed on you, you will keep them in perfect peace. So, God, we thank you for the peace this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that you are in charge. We thank you, Lord God, for life. We thank you, Lord God, for opening our eyes this morning that we may see the beauty of your of your creation, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you that you are Jehovah Shalom. I thank you, Lord God, that you are everywhere. There is nowhere we can go without you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you. Psalms 40, 17, you are my help and my deliverer. You are my high tower and my deliverer. God, we thank you this morning, Lord God. If we can all take our phones off mute and give you praise this morning. Praise you like never before because you are the unchanging God. God, we just give you praise this morning. We thank you for our health and strength. We thank you for all the prayers Yes. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Who's who's doing the the lesson? Uh, Apostle Here's Pierre. Here. Let me see if he's on. Okay.
Apostle PR, if you're on, we don't hear you speaking. Are you um, on yet? Apostle PR. Hey, guys, I'm sorry about that. My phone went out and I had to log back in. Good morning. No worries. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thank you guys for holding for me. I'm sorry about the technical difficulties that I had on this morning. I'm so glad to be with you guys as usual. And it is my prayer that everybody's day is going good. We're going to look at uh, two passages of scripture this morning. The first passage that we're going to look at is going to be found in First Chronicles chapter 4. And we're going to look at verse number 9 and 10. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse number 9 and 10. And I'm going to read it out of the Message Bible, and then we're going to go to Acts chapter 16, verse number 25. All right. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse number 9 and 10. It says, Jabez was, better, was a better man than his brothers. He was a man of honor. His mother had him named Jabez, which means, oh, the pain, saying a painful birth. I bore him in great pain. But Jabez prayed to God of Israel. He said, bless me. Oh, bless me. Give me land, large tracts of land. And provide your personal protection and don't let evil hurt me. And God gave him what he asked. Let me read it again out of the God's Word translation too. It says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, which means painful, because she said that his birth was painful. But Jabez prayed to the God of Israel, please bless me and give me more territory. May your power be with me and free me from the evil so that I will not be in pain. God gave him what he prayed for. Acts chapter 16, verse number 25, it says, and around midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sing praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundation of the prison doors were open, and immediately everyone's dance were loosed. If I just had to put a topic to what the declaration is going to be this morning, it's going to be freedom on the other side of blessing, freedom on the other side of blessing, or breaking through to the other side of blessing. I like that one better, breaking through to the other side of blessing. So here in First Chronicles chapter 4, we see that Jabez is noted as an honorable man, and he's noted as being more honorable than his brothers. And it says that his mother named him Jabez because his name means birth out of pain, birth out of pain, birth out of sorrow, because she said that his birth caused her great pain. And so he began to pray to God, and he said, hey, listen, I need you to get me away from here. That's basically what he said. Most preachers won't say it that way. But he said, hey, listen, I need you to bless me and get me away from here and cause your power to be on me. Put your hand upon me and free me from evil so that I will not be in pain. So it, basically what he was saying was my environment. It's choking me, and it is taking the life out of me, and it's causing me pain. So I need you to get me away from this place. Just imagine, uh, we talk about names. I'm really big on names. Uh, found out that my name, Pierre, means rock. My middle name, Dion, means of God. And my last name, Robinson, means my faith is everything. So when we look at names, names mean something. And so just imagine every time someone said Jabez, or his mother called him Jabez. She was saying, come here, pain. 
She was calling him based off of an experience that she had that was negative. And so there are some things in our life that just come as a reminder of where we are. That thing begins to put us in a prison. It begins to put us in a jail. It begins to put us in environments where we feel that we can't thrive, environments where we feel we can't breathe. It begins to put us in environments where we feel that it will always look the way that it is. If we feel like there was always, there's going to be no outcome, there's going to be nothing that we can do, we have pretty much become comfortable in the place that we're in, and we're saying, hey, listen, this is what they called me. This is the land I was born in. This is what I was born in. This is how my family was. And, and, and so we get used to it. But it says that Jabez was more noble than his brothers. I find it very interesting that throughout this whole chapter, what you find is just giving us the description of the descendants of Judah. But what I find interesting about this particular two verses, it says that Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother named him Jabez. It doesn't talk about the history of his father. It doesn't talk about his brothers. It doesn't talk about his sisters. It doesn't talk about his mom's name. Nobody else's name from his family except Jabez. Nobody else in his family was talked about but Jabez, which let me know here's point number one. In order to break through to uh, the blessing, the side of blessing, the other side of blessing, what we have to do is we have to re- keep in mind that where we came from does not mean that we will end up like what's on our bloodline. It said that he was more honorable than his brothers. There's a level of honor that's on you just because you're you. There is something something that is uniquely um, embedded in you that gives you the ability to stick out. And so it says that his mother named him Jabez, which means painful. So I can imagine when Jabez began to pray, he said, hey, listen, mom. That's not who I am anymore. So when he began to pray because of the frustration, he began to say, hey, God, listen. I'm tired of being associated with someone else's issues. I'm tired of being associated with someone else's experience. So bless me. Get me out of here and give me my place. Give me my own spot. Give me my own land. Give me my own territory. And not only do I want my own territory, but I want your hand on me. And so that's some of us on the line. We're saying, hey, God, listen, I'm tired of going through the same cycle. I'm tired of being associated or I'm tired of having um, arrested development or memory recall or having a label put on me because of what I'm associated with or who I'm connected to. God, give me my own identity. Free me from the identity that people have put on me because of what they have been through in their life. Free me from their label. Hallelujah. That's what I hear the Lord saying this morning. He says, I'm going to cut away the labels, the false labels that people have put over you. There are some labels that have been put on us that that God needs to cut away from us. You know, those labels that say, you'll never be nothing. You're not good enough. You're ugly. It's just like the movie Color Purple. All all her life, Seeley had to deal with the fact that she wasn't the one that looked the best. The only thing she was good for with her father, according to the movie, it says that the only thing she was good for was to lay down with her, to have babies. Even when she met um, Suge, Suge looked at her and said, your show is ugly. 
Even Mr. called her ugly, and it seemed like the only thing that brought her life any kind of joy was her sister Natty and learning. And so Suge would have been the modern-day J-Bass for us because she got tired of being in a place where she was abused, looked over, and living up to someone else's label. And so she said, when Suge leave, I'm leaving. And so that's the place where, where God is trying to teach us. He says, hey, don't you live under anybody else's label anymore. He said, God gave him what he prayed for. There are some things that we're praying that God will give us freedom for, or there are some things that we're waiting to get freedom for that God is just waiting for us to pray about. There are some things that, that we're asking God, God, I can't deal with this. This is too much for me. And God is saying, hey, I'm right here. I'm just waiting for you to open your mouth. I have a whole other place prepared for you. I'm going to shoot you to a place that is away from the reminder of where you came from. Let's look at Acts chapter 16, starting at verse number 25. It says, and around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, and the other prisoners Immediately, doors flew open and all the prisoners' chains fell loose. Let me set up what was going on here. And there's a message to my man, is that's why I'm connecting uh, the Old Testament and New Testament, because a lot of people say that that's theologically not sound, but there's a method to my madness. So here in Acts chapter 16, we see that Paul and Silas are on their way uh, to minister the word of God. And so it was a holy day, and they went out to the place, and they began to go and try to just pretty much bring the word of God to people. And so they were followed. They were followed by a woman that was possessed with an evil spirit, and she was a fortune teller. That's what they say, that she was a fortune teller. And she began to shout out, these men are servants of the Most High God. She was telling people, and they're telling people how to be saved. And this can be found in Acts chapter 16, verse number 16, starting at verse number 16. And so she's saying the right thing, but she's in the wrong spirit. In order for us to live in freedom, we have to get away from people that will tell us the right thing but have hidden motives. We have to get, uh, get to a place where we're on a journey to do what God is calling us to do, but yet we can't be distracted by the voices. We can't be distracted by the intrusive thoughts. We can't be distracted by what people are saying that sounds good just so they can um, irritate our spirit man. And so it says that Paul, Paul got real upset, and he said, hey, come out of her. And instantly when he said come out of her, the spirit had to leave, but the people that were over her, her masters, began to lose money. What are you saying, Apostle Pierre? This is what I'm saying about breaking free into the place of blessing. You have to disconnect from anything that just wants to manipulate you for their personal gain. And so after that, Paul said, after Paul said, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her, the evil spirit left. And her owners realized that she had nothing, that their money was going to be gone. And so they put Paul and Silas in jail. So here it is, once again, we find a believer. We find two people that operate in godly authority. We find them in a place where they seem hopeless, in a jail. 
but there seems to be no way out. But it says at about midnight, in the darkest hour, all insiders begin to pray. And they begin to sing hymns and praises unto God. What do you do in your darkest hour? Some of us get on the phone and we cry to other people. Some of us panic. Some of us sit in the cell and we just accept the the defeat. Some of us sit in the midst of our mess and we say that this is all that there is. I've been working for God. I've been doing this for God. I've been doing that for God. And it seems like everything I do for God, nothing works. And we get to a place where we like, I just want to be free. I think I told the story before on Declared Victory where it seemed like everything in my life was going crazy. It seemed like I was doing all this work for God, but nothing was working. And I prayed the craziest prayer of my life. And I said, I just want to be normal. And then I stopped hearing things. I stopped seeing visions. I stopped hearing God's voice. And I said, God, where are you? I'm praying that you're not saying nothing. He said, normal people can't hear me. And so I had settled in the cell because I got comfortable with the warfare. But it says that Paul and Silas prayed and they begin to sing hymns, and God is saying, hey, listen, I see what you're going through. I know the labels. I know the issues of your past. I know the things that have you trapped in this jail. I know the things that make you feel that your business won't work. I know the things that make you feel that your family is not going to change. I know the things that you're facing that you feel are going to overtake you, and it will always be like this. And so he says, I know that. I'm just waiting for you to open your mouth so I can move you out of that space. And so Paul and Silas had the mindset to know, hey, listen, we're in this prison. They can lock us up, but what they can't do is keep our mouth shut. That's point number two. Point number two is although you may find yourself in a prison, it can't keep your mouth shut. So they begin to pray and they begin to sing hymns. And it says, and the prisoners heard them. Here, here was what was interesting to me about this. The prisoners heard them. There were some people that were in the same situation that was listening and watching to see their outcome. I guarantee you that some of the people that were locked up with them heard how Paul and Silas got there, or they know who Paul and Silas was. They knew the power that Paul and Silas had. But I think that God allowed them to go to that prison as an example because those people saw what Paul and Silas was there for. And when they began to pray and sing hymns, it says the prisoners heard them. There are some people that are watching how you go through. There are some people that are waiting for you just to open your mouth. Can I prophesy to you this way? Somebody else's deliverance is on the other side of your yes. Somebody's deliverance is on the other side of your yes. God is waiting for you to open your mouth and say something so he can do something. It says that while they were praying and singing praises unto God and the prisoners were listening, it says immediately there was an earthquake. God shook up a space 
to break them free, that shook the foundations of the jail. And it says, and the doors immediately flew open, and all the prisoners' chains came loose. What if God wants to use your voice to be the deliverance of your family? What if God wanted to use you to deliver a people? What if God had you in a place where you experienced some stuff? Listen, I can, I can go down the list of stuff that I experienced in ministry that can force me to walk away. But what if God allowed me to experience those things so I can lift up my voice and cry loud and spare not and free other people? What if God allowed this prison just to get, help you get your prayer and your worship back? It says, and immediately, all of the prisoners' chains fell off. Here's the thing, though. Here's the funny part. It says, the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors opening, thinking the prisoners had escaped. He drew his sword and was about to kill himself, but Paul shouted loudly as he could and said, don't hurt yourself. We are all here. The jailer asked for torches and rushed into the jail. He knelt before Paul in silence. Then he took Paul and Silas outside and asked, sir, what do I have to do to be saved? What if God allowed you to be locked up just so he can give you and everybody around you a prison break and lead somebody to him? Sometimes our deliverance is wrapped up in how we go through. Sometimes the very thing that we think is hurting us, we're really on assignment to get somebody else free. Those prisoners that was in that jail with Paul and Silas, we don't know what they were in for. Some of them probably could have been illegally locked up. But what if God sent Paul and Silas into that situation just so he can get that jailer saved? And so he can get those prisoners free. What if they need to hear a sound? Somebody needs to hear the sound of your warfare, of you worshiping through warfare, of you praying through warfare just to get free because you're watching how you go through. So how do you break through into the other side of blessing? Number one, you open your mouth and you tell God, get me out of here. Number two, you don't lose your prayer. You don't lose your praise. Number three, you got to be ready to point people to Jesus. But number four, most of all, and this really should have been number one, you have to be willing to come from under the label. Labels. I think I, I preached uh, a, a declaration on here, and it was titled Right Product But Wrong Label. You're the right product for what God wants to do in the earth. But sometimes the wrong label is put on us, and people can't read and notice that what's inside of us is not what it looks like on the outside. So freedom and deliverance, yeah, God can do that. But it starts with your mouth. All through scripture, 
we see the hand of God move, but it's always preceded by a sound. God always requires a sound. He always says, hey, I'm going to do this, but open up your mouth and praise. That's First Chronicles chapter 20. Then we see in, in uh, First Chronicles with Jabez, he has to open his mouth. We see in Acts chapter 16, he has to open his mouth. When will you open your mouth? and not only experience freedom, but free those around you. You have what it takes in you. You have the power in you. You have the wherewithal in you. The warfare is just a vehicle to get you to open your mouth. My prayer is that as you declare victory, you experience freedom. As you declare victory, you experience deliverance. The Bible says it this way. It says, whom the sun set free is free indeed. There is a freedom that God is trying to get to you because you never hear about Paul and Silas going back into that prison anymore. You never hear, you never hear about Jabez having to pray for freedom from the label anymore. I prophesy that when you open your mouth next time and you tell God to free you, that you will never go back to that warfare anymore. This is my prayer. Anybody want to say good morning? Anybody have any questions, comments, concerns? The line is open. Morning, this is Tara. Thank you for the, good morning, this is Tara. Thank you for that beautiful message. I appreciate you. Good morning, Tara. Anyone else? Yes, good morning. This is Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Good morning. You know, LDE, um, LDE kind of signing in. Uh, great declaration, my brother. Thank you, brother. Good morning. This is Latoya. Um, I just want to say thank you for your declaration. It definitely helped me to put um, some things in perspective and to know that I need to open my mouth and cry out to the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. God bless you. Thank you for your declaration. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Great declaration. Thank you for driving on by with that word. That was amazing. Uh, Thank you, Krishanda. Thank you for those keys. Needed those this morning. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. And you did a great job moderating this morning. I was on earlier. Great job. Well, thank you. Good morning. This is Juanita. I didn't get to hear all your decoration, but what I did hear, I thank you um, for sharing this morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. It's Rochelle. And yes, you, you did preach it. It was um, with 100 Days with God, and you talked about the mislabeling. And oh my God, today was just so totally on point again the way God sets it up, and it's just amazing. Um, I wait to love life and victory, but great declaration. 
Thank you so much, Rochelle. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. It's Didi. Hi, love you, sir. Thank you for that. Right on time. Hey, mm-hmm. take the labels off. Hey, love you, sir. Love you too. Anyone else? Morning is Jubilant Juliet. Hey, Juliet. How are you? I'm blessed. That's good. Anyone else? Going once. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. Thank you for your declaration. This is Topaz. You always have a really unique way of pulling it together and giving us a visual. Um, no matter whether you're using the Lion King or the color purple, I really love the way you declare. <laughs> Thank you so much. Anyone else? Good morning, Pastor Pierre. This is Janet. Hey, good morning. I just want to say thank you as well. I woke up at like 6.20. I was a little late. I couldn't get my eyes to open up, but um, the message that I came in on was enough to get me up and in the shower and on my day. So thank you. God bless. Good morning. God bless. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. This is Alicia. Thank you for that powerful, powerful word on this morning. There is freedom on the other side of pain. We just got to open up our mouth. God bless you, Apostle Peter. Thank you so much. Bless you as well. Anyone else? Good morning. This is Paris. I'm just happy to be here. Thank you so much for the word. Freedom on the other side of pain. I really needed to hear that this morning. So thank you, and I appreciate you. Thank you, Paris. I appreciate you as well. Thank you for listening. Anyone else? Okay, Apostle, I'm going to jump in. Nobody else wants to say good morning, but I just want to get back in. Um, when you kept saying that it was a method to your madness, that's not madness. Madness. That's that's a method to receive the blessing, the process of it all. And when you talked about the label, you actually displayed a pack of chicken and how it was labeled. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and it, uh, let me tell you, 2020 showed us some stuff. That that's that's where all that was. Um, it just set the foundation to bring us to a certain point. And then when you um you talked about so much this morning, but that's that was that. And then understanding the whole process is it's not about you. It's not ever about you. You're just part of the process. And I appreciate that because it just reminds us um, that we have to be humble and obedient to the assignment. It doesn't always look like, you know, what we think it should look like, you know, and you know, it doesn't always come together the way we want to. And, and I'm telling you, day by day, I have to understand that it, just because I think I'm doing right, there's still some areas that we still need deliverance in and in in order to receive that, you know, so because people are watching, not just our kids, but the people that want to be free as well. So, yes, again, thank you for reminding us that and helping us to be a helper to someone else. 
um, because it counts. It, their life depends on it as well as yours. Wow. Thank you. Hey, Apostle. Hey. Oh, Rochelle, Rochelle, Rochelle. Me and my watch want to be tag teaming, so thank you because you did say so much. But the labeling for me, even when you talked about, like, we don't know what we're placed in, and I'll go back to generational stuff. Um, for me, I'm the darkest, I'm the this, I'm the that. But those are labels that that if you're not careful, you will have lifelong labels. So you, it'll have, you'll have insecurity issues, um, self-esteem issues, but you don't have to have those labels. It makes sense. And when you talked about um, Paul and Silas in the cell, who knows why those other people were in there? Like even now, I'm at a preschool and I'm tripping because I'm like, I don't like little kids. And when I say it, God knew that I needed to be here. I didn't know working for a corporate for 30 years and then ended up here four years and loving it and changing lives because I see how these little young people's lives are changing. And so I get it. I understand the labels because what was put on me as a child, I'm 55 years old. It's taken years for me to take those labels off and really be the woman who God created me to be. So I thank you for that. I'm talking bloodline stuff, just church, all kind of stuff. But it's not who I am. And I agree with what Totaf was saying, your analogies, because I can hear Suge Avery say, you show is ugly, because I have people tell me that, you show, you show is, you show is cute to be sad, or you show is cute to be dark, all kind of stuff was said to me, and I had to wear that, but I don't anymore, at 55, it doesn't matter my hips, my color, my, because people don't know when they say stuff, words could hurt, but I know God created me to be, so that's fearfully and wonderfully made, and I love you, man of God. Thank you so much, and I'm always grateful that you had an impact on my son's life. That's important. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I really do. Anyone else? Um, It's Krishanda. Great, great, great declaration. But I just want to repeat something that you said. Um, when you open your mouth this time, you will never go back. Something like that. I didn't catch the Yeah, back anymore. That's what you said. Yeah, when you, when open, you your open your mouth this time, you will never go back. So um, that was encouraging, and I hope that it really encouraged other people to take the risk. Because God got us. Bless you, man of God. Thank you. Good morning, Apostle. This Good is morning. Gloria. Gloria. Good morning. God bless you. Thank you for that, um, for your declaration. And I concur with what Krishanda said. That was the part that stuck out for me, that when I opened my mouth this time, like everything else doesn't matter, but this time God has has signed it in signed it in Christ's blood that this time there is no there is no no going back, and I have received that there are no limitations in what God is doing in my life. So I appreciate you so much for that. Yeah, because sometimes what happens is when we open our mouths in past seasons. We opened it out of a place of anger, out of a place of frustration, out of a place of not knowing, out of a place of just get me out of here. But this time when we open our mouth, 
we open our mouths having the knowledge of, hey, God sent me here for somebody else. We have the knowledge of, I need to break out of this place so my kids can be free, so my family can be free. And so our prayer then is not, and, and I hope you guys don't take this the wrong way, but our prayers then is not selfish. It's not, God, get me out of here for me. It's God, get me out of here so I can show others that they can break through, so I can give others their voice. Anyone else? Yeah, uh, uh, good morning, Apostle. Good morning. The LDE. Um, I was thinking, um, because um, I did a declaration similar to yours a few years back. Um, but I was thinking about the time I, I, I did in prison versus the time that when I was in the service and I went to a prison that was more, uh, I didn't go to prison, but I mean, I was shown a prison that was more probably in, 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 in line with the, uh, the New Testament. But when I was in prison, it was it was this. Um, their tears, whether you're known by your rep, whether you're known by gang or, or whatever, those are two two most important. Right, and so that so that so that really tells you how you're going to be treated uh, in in the jail. Um, versus when I was in Turkey, and I was shown their prison, which is probably more like the, the uh, New Testament pr uh, prisons, where it, it don't matter where you come from or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I, I choose to go from, from where I, you know, when I was in prison. Um, when I was in prison, I wasn't known. You know what I'm saying? And nobody know, know who I was. The only reason why I, I had any type of rep because my, my cousin. So I'm, I'm thinking about Paul. Paul coming to and being in prison, we were talking about, they weren't from that place. They weren't from that town. They weren't from whatever. But in prison, you, you, you are, uh, are surrounded by a gang of people who have been there for a long time and in, in a short time, but have done all these crimes. So, I'm saying it to say this, that when Paul came into the, that prison, it probably wasn't known. It may have been known. Probably was known for, for more for killing Christians. If, you know what I'm saying? But he was, he was, he was, he was thrown into prison with a lot of pagan people. Mm -hmm. but, but regardless of, 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 of whether they knew it or not, that God was able to, God was able to manifested through his praise and his worship and we talk about when the angel um you know uh 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 sent the earthquake or god sent the earthquake 
and, and, and all the and all the prison doors was open. And all those people decided to stay there. And so what I'm trying to say is that you can be placed in bondage that nobody knows really who you are or where you come from. But if you are a representative of God, uh, you're able to affect that releasing of, of the bondage. But the lesson I always got from is that you could be released from bondage in, in your neighborhood or wherever, and God directs you to stay there because, yeah. like you talked before, because there's somebody else that needs to be free. Mm-hmm. And so that God is telling you, no, I don't need you to come, come from your environment. I understand that you're free. I understand that you know you've been delivered, but there are people that need to be, that need to see you, that you need to talk to. And so I'm keeping you there. I'm keeping you in the same situation where you were bonded. I'm keeping you in the same situation where you were with your suffering because I need you to be the light, the example to somebody like the jailkeeper that Paul had to say, I'm still here. I'm still here because God has kept me here just so I can free you, just so I can be the instrument of deliverance to you and not only you, but your family. God bless you. Wonderful decoration. Bless you, man. Thank you so much. Anyone else? Anyone else? All right, well, let me pray for your day. Father, we thank you for your sons and your daughters that have got on this declaration line. And Father, we ask that you will just release your blessing upon them today. Father, we know that the blessings of the Lord make us rich and they add no sorrow to them. And so, Father, allow us throughout this day to recognize points, God, where you desire to release deliverance to us. Allow us to open up our voices and know that the time of our deliverance is now. Father, we bind every destiny-blocking demon and every assignment assassin that comes to distract us from that which you have for us. I speak, God, that the blessings of the Lord will overtake us on today. Father, we command even those that are meant to pray with us, by us, and for us, Father, to be attracted to us. Father, let everything that is good come to us on today. We speak that there will be no frustrations to our mantles, to our destinies, to our assignments. And, God, we ask that you will allow us to live in this place of freedom, live in this place of deliverance. And, Father, help us to recognize that when we open our mouth this time, that we can't go back to that old place. And we give you praise, honor, and glory for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Love you, man. Love you, guys. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Declare victory. Declare victory. Walk in victory. Yes. Yes. Have a blessed day, everyone. Everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone.